Stacy and Devin. The internet tells us that we're a health and wellness podcast, but you won't find any professional advice here. <laughs> That's right. We are just here to share our journeys so that hopefully our failures make you feel better about yours. Uh, Devin, is there a category for just relatable podcasts? I don't know. Probably. Let's be that. <laughs> Sounds good. Stacy, mm-hmm. what are you drinking? <laughs> <laughs> well, tonight I am drinking a gin and soda water. With oh, the but not a real gin. Right, right? yes. The Monday yes. Uh, non-alcoholic gin, uh, which I this is the last of it. I'm sad. I, I had no idea. It's a big thing. Like, it's a big bottle. I don't know how many ounces, but I mean, maybe a liter, maybe? But it's a... Um, uh-huh. A big thing and I didn't just buy it this January I've had this for probably um I know probably about a year I guess going on a year um maybe a little less but uh yeah this is the end of it so I'm a little sad but I I am uh going a little crazy tonight and I made a double you know so I have um oh man yeah it's gonna get wild and crazy up in here but (laughs) I also made it with um Cucumber Perrier with okay, a splash okay. of lime. Nice. Yeah, I like that. So I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do really like the Monday gin. I don't know how if you know what other kind of alcohol flavors it would have, but gin is obviously a very um, easy drink, I would think, to fake because it's just like you throw some pepper and some like I don't know what else is in there, like cardamom or something, and you. <laughs> Let's put some herbs. Yeah, you just put some herbs and some water, and you're like, oh, that's gin. So, uh, yeah, but it, this tastes just I like did not Speaking of herbs, I did have a question, mm-hmm. just hypothetically, about dry January. So it's a dry January, uh-huh. but hypothetically okay, speaking, okay. Mm-hmm. You, you could, you could yes. herb, right? Okay. I was yeah, just, yeah, this is just... Just curious. Yeah, this is just <laughs> alcohol-related, nothing else-related. Okay. All right, all right. This well, is not straight enough. edge January. This is uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is just dry January. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. So well, that sounds thinking? delightful. Yes. I upon your upon your recommendation, I mm-hmm. purchased the uh, the mocktails uniquely crafted uh, the Vita Loca Macarita. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and I am drinking that right now with a nice salted rim and a little bit of a splash of lime juice, as you recommended to me. And yes. it is yes, yes. delicious. Very nice. Mm, Very nice. I know. I'm so glad that you like it, but it is so good. Yeah. And I think, did you try it without, before you put the splash of lime juice in there? Uh, I did not. No, I just, okay. I, I went right ahead and said, okay. <laughs> this I'm is what Stacy said, so I'm going to do it. This is what Stacy said to do, so I'm doing it. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, I just thought it needed, like, it just needed a little kick. You know, it still tastes good, but it just doesn't have that kick. So the lime juice just kicks it up just a notch. Nice. Yep. Nice. But, yeah. No, it's, uh, I'm I'm liking it very much. Good. This is my second. I'm trying to be, like, because I don't, <laughs> if I get another one, I'm not sure when I'm going to get it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, uh it may be past dry January, so <laughs> I'm trying to um, <laughs> to like stretch these out for like special occasions. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that you could, um, <laughs> if you if they did arrive after January, you can 
put tequila in them or whatever, you know, and I'm sure they would make an excellent margarita. Yep, that's true, because this is really, really good. So mm-hmm. that may be, that that is probably a true fact. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, anyway, yeah, so ta-da, yeah, drinking, drinking my, uh, drinking my macarita. Nice. I'm glad you like mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, what are we talking about today? Well, <laughs> I have so much salt, salt on my face. So I'm just like, <laughs> well, <laughs> let, me tr- yeah. let me lick the salt um, off my face. I, <laughs> um, what? <laughs> what? Sorry, I think you cut out a little there. I saw. Uh, sorry, you were laughing at me. I was trying to figure out why. <laughs> Because you said, like, I don't know, it was the way you were like, I got so much salt in my face, and you were just like, nom, nom, nom. <laughs> I don't know. It just sounded funny. Um, no, yeah. So today, I think we have a very interesting topic, and to me, I think is almost more, it's going to go down a slightly different road than what Weekly Body Time normally does, because it, does, it I think it is health-related. It can be considered, like, probably mental health. Um but it's kind of almost a more philosophical debate, in my opinion. That's the true. way I yeah. read the article. But um, so today we are discussing, and I did not write down the name of the person. I know it's uh, the first name was Yancey. Do you happen to have the name of the person? Hold on. Yes, I have it opened right up here. It okay. is Yancey Strickler. Okay, Yancey Strickler. And uh-huh. it's about the dark forest of the internet. Yes. Yes. And we will explain what that is because you're probably thinking, what is the dark forest of the internet? What <laughs> even does that mean? <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I don't know. I was just going to do my quick little... I have a one-sentence summary of what I kind of felt like the article was about. I don't know if we want oh, to go for that. that far into it. No. That. Yeah. Jump, jump for it. Jump okay, for okay. it. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Okay, so basically the question is, um, or the statement was that uh, the internet has basically become a hostile place of opinions, uh, but to leave it is that to increase the percentage of bullies. So while, I know that sounded much better in my head, while (laughs) uh, you may be doing it for your own self-benefit of stepping away but are you just leaving the bullies to run the internet, basically? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is that kind of the way you took it? And I think that also, like, yeah, I mean, I think that that was the, that was like the um, thesis statement, I guess. Yes. Um, yes. But like going up to that, there's this whole thing about how the internet became that way and like yeah. why we retreat, which I, which I found very interesting because... Um, like uh yancey's uh kind of idea about it all was Mm -hmm. that we have all sort of retreated to these safe spaces on the Mm -hmm. internet where um we are surrounded by people who agree with us yes and and i think we can see that too in you know um like you know people will um uh, remove people on their friends list or whatever, or meet people mm-hmm. that they don't who have different uh, differing opinions from them, mm-hmm. or they'll go to Discord servers or um, that are similar you topics, know, you know, that are right with similar people who similar agree interests. with the same thing you do. Yeah. yeah, right. 
Exactly. Exactly. Um, and so there's a lot less, um, opportunity, I suppose, for people Mm to, um, interact with people who may disagree with them because there is so much of what you were talking about, bullying and, and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, violence and, uh, really inflammatory rhetoric and, and just, you know, Lots of lots of badness out there. Yeah, because I think and they and they said like it started with you used to be able to in the same chat room you could have a discussion about a debate about a movie like if you one of you liked it and one of you didn't but then in the very next sentence you could be talking about your favorite song or something you know it was like right I can, yeah I could do both things with this one person but I think as people have used the internet more and more people use it as a shield or like an anonymous they can be anonymous on the internet so they can be as mean and as nasty as they want and and what's really sad is that I think people people aren't like this in person um right which I mean which one is their true self but there are definitely people that I am good friends with in person, but then I, if I see them on the internet or their opinions on the internet, it's like, I hate them. Like I would oh, never man. touch them with a 10 foot pole. And I think a lot of that came out <laughs> around the election time, you know, right. specifically right. on Facebook, you know, you see these sides of people that you were like, I thought you were a good person, but if you really believe some of the things that you're saying, I don't know if I can still be your friend, you know, and it's like, right. Um, so for some reason, the internet has come become this place for some people that just like, can just be so mean and hateful and because they just feel like, I don't know, that they're protected or they'll never get discovered, or whatever. Um, right. And so yeah, it's just this. Or just like, um, and I don't know that we've ever talked about him on our podcast, but uh, James is telling me about one of his favorite podcasters, John Roderick. Uh, yuck, he's a famous podcaster guy that does uh-huh. lots of things. And he apparently recently told a story about his kid. Um, yep. Try, yeah. Trying to, and I don't know the <laughs> yes. story. I, I didn't hear the story. I know nothing about what his story was. But it was something about his little kid was trying to use a can opener and he wanted, he wasn't helping the kid. He was trying to, I guess, let them figure it out on their own or just kind of poking fun at him. And the internet thought he was a terrible parent and has basically canceled him. Like, yeah, he hasn't yeah. been on his podcast. He hasn't been on the internet. He's just hiding because there's so yeah, much yeah. hate. I heard that same story. And that's what the internet's <laughs> become. Yes. Yeah. Right. And that's, uh, so I'll, I'll quote this from the article. Um, the internet of today is a battleground. The idealism of the 90s web is gone. The web 2.0 utopia, where we all lived in rounded filter bubbles of happiness, <laughs> ended with the 2016 presidential election, where <laughs> when we learned that the tools that we thought were only life-giving could be weaponized too. The public and semi-public spaces we created to develop our identities, cultivate communities, and gain knowledge were overtaken by forces using them to gain power of various kinds, market, political, social, and so on. So, yeah, and that adds a whole nother level. I mean, besides the people showing different sides of their personality, but that was speaking specifically to like when Russia started putting fake stuff out there to convince people one way or the other. Um, yeah. So then it was used against us and that's a whole Mm -hmm. other conspiracy theory level, you know, like, right. You don't know what you're reading anymore on the internet. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, I guess I have a couple of questions. Well, I don't know. Do you want to just share your notes and your thoughts or, 
do you want to just have a discussion or how do you want to how how do you want to tackle this <laughs> how, do, how do you do this thing um, how do you want to f this pig yeah. okay <laughs> well let's see um <laughs> So I only have two other like comments written down and I think they're just kind of discussion points. Um, other than that, I do have, you know, like, yeah, I have thoughts about this, but I didn't have specific things other than these. Okay. Uh, Go ahead and show it, share your points then. Okay. okay, Sure. Um, so I guess one of the things in the article was that the point, and I don't know if, cause it kind of branched to a second article and I don't know if this was in the first one or the second one, but, um, it was basically like Yancey was thinking about coming back to the internet because, as I kind of mentioned in the summary, was that when all the good people leave, then the internet is just bad people. <laughs> um, and I... Right, right. Yeah, and, and so they were asking, like, should I go back to to give some good so that there is good there. And what I keep kind of thinking about in my head is just like, you know, like when you had a part of town and it becomes the bad part of town or like in Knoxville, there was East town mall and West town mall and West town was the nice mall and East town mall was the more crappy mall. And like eventually (laughs) people started not going to East town mall anymore to the fact that right. they changed the name to try to reinvent it, and it's it's not different from West Town. It's just the center. It's, not, it's the center know, of it's Knoxville. Not. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um. But you know. So then. So one. As those people left, then yeah, it was more and more ruffians, as one might say, or hoodlums <laughs> hanging out there. You know. And then the nice stores left. So then there was no reason for the, um, you know, nicer people to go there. Um, and so it kind of just spiraled downhill and now it's out of business and debunked, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, uh, but, and I think that, well, and the same thing happens the reverse. So same thing in downtown, uh, Knoxville, it used to be a really crappy part of town. Like no one ever went there. (laughs) Right. And now it's been gentrified (laughs) and now it's just a bunch of hipsters and really delicious restaurants and it's a hot spot to hang out at. Should we gentrify the internet though? Is that what what we're trying to, uh, (laughs) yes, (laughs) yes. That's the question. (laughs) Um, so yeah. So it's like, they, you know, the good people came back in and made it a good place again. And I don't mean good people, but um, the whatever, I don't know, nice, nice people versus <laughs> <Yeah>. mean people. <laughs> uh, to keep it anyway. So, um, my question there is I don't know exactly what needs to be done to bring, to gentrify the internet, as we <laughs> just kind of said. Because. Is being neutral, like, okay, so after reading this article, I've kind of realized that I have started fading into the dark forest of the internet or whatever. (laughs) Fading into the dark forest. (laughs) Yes, I'm fading, I'm fading into that, right? I I don't get on Facebook anymore other than to post our episodes once a week. Um, I do get on Instagram a little, but I've even scaled that back to where I only look Mm -hmm. at it on Fridays now. Um... And I only talk to our friends in our Discord channel, which is that like-minded group. Um, Right. And, but what little bit I do post on, I've always been, I should say this, I've always been very conscientious about what I say or do on the internet. I've, I've, 
I've just never, I know that it could backfire from, from the beginning. I always knew that it could backfire. And so I've always been very careful. Um, and so the most of what I post on my Instagram account is like pictures of my dog, you know, like, right. (laughs) It's not like people are looking at my page and being like, yeah, I'm going to go volunteer and do some charity work. You know, they're just like, okay, that's a cute dog. And yeah, Yeah. maybe it improves their (laughs) mood, but I'm not really crime fighting, you know, I'm not really opposing anybody. And so the question is, is that enough? Is my neutral presence on the internet enough? Because I'm not someone that's going to go fight these negative people or post controversial (laughs) things that's just not who i am yeah so i guess that's part of i would also like to be part of the discussion is is a neutral presence enough because i don't know that i'll ever be that super positive presence right but also i you know like i don't know that's one thing where i don't know if i necessarily agree with the um with the idea well i mean maybe so I think that you can be yourself and genuine and be who you are and whoever that is. So like, you know, um, if you're somebody who is very, you know, positive and tries to be inclusive in your conversations with, with all kinds of people and you're being that person genuinely, like, you know, I, I am no, di- and I, and that will get back to kind of what um, I'm going to go off on a tangent later. Um, I am literally no different, I don't think, on the internet than I am in real life. So whenever he was just like, I don't know how to be a person on the internet. Yeah. I'm like, what? I don't understand. Like, my identity is yeah. so intertwined. Like, I am, I, you, you see me, this is what you get. I, this is who yeah. I am at work. This is who I am at home. This is who I am on the internet. This is who I am on the podcast. Like, I don't... Right have a whole lot of different personas <laughs> yeah yeah like, this is it you know mm-hmm. um but because of that it's not like i'm if i was talking with people in real life i wouldn't be like you know oh well i think that you know everybody who voted for trump is an idiot you know like i have my opinions about right. who i think should or should not be in office you know and stuff. So, but i'm not gonna like yeah uh, be what's the word um, inflammatory or, um, you know, assertive is not the right word, but like conflict. I'm not gonna, I don't like conflict. So I'm not gonna like go seek that out and go just like beat up people in the street because they don't agree with me. And I'm, and I won't do that on the internet either. Yeah. 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 I agree with that too. And that's also, um, I think that's also my personality is that I, I wouldn't naturally post something like that but then I also wouldn't comment on it. Like if someone said something, like I just, I wouldn't comment. I just wouldn't comment. I would just scroll past their thing, you know, like. Yeah. Um, I'm also not, it's not that I'm not a confrontational person because I sure will face some confrontation <laughs> if it comes at me, but I'm not going to initiate, you know, like I don't go around poking the bear, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. So that's, I, but I also feel like there is something important about being genuine. And I know, and I think it's interesting that where he ended up at the end of the article was in the space where he was just, uh, you know, sharing very mundane stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, this is what I had for 
breakfast and this is the tea that I drink. Because I feel like that mundane stuff is number one, where you find commonalities with people. And number two, where you're being the Mm -hmm. most genuine. Because there are very few people in this this planet, I think, whose life is defined by their political party or, you know, their... uh, whatever, their uh, ideological ideals about whatever. I mean, there's some people, sure, but most of us are just like humans living in the world. Mm -hmm. And we have, you know, we have um, different values that guide us. But we also understand that there are lots of other people living in this world, too, and and everybody's different from us. And so we're going to, like, try to get along, (laughs) you know. So I I don't know. Yeah. I, but I still have an inherent, despite, despite everything that's been happening, I have an inherent belief in the goodness of people, um, that has not, uh, faltered yet. Mm -hmm. Not to say that it won't, but Mm -hmm. I still believe that people are genuinely, are generally good and, um, you know, are trying to do the right thing. But anyway, that's a, that's a complete digression. I just feel like, um, um, like the point shouldn't be I'm going to get on the internet and, you know, start to sh- try to start shit or you know, <laughs> try right, to yeah. balance out the opinion. Like the point should be I'm going to be human on the internet and show you that it's okay to be a human on the internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. Um, obviously, they're probably coming at it from a slightly different perspective because they are a writer on the internet. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I think that's kind of like the John Roderick thing, although we do have a podcast, but, um, you know, I'm sure that we have a few less, uh, listeners than what he has. Um, you know, (laughs) so I think maybe that perspective is a little different because, right. Yeah. I mean, we're right there neck and neck. I mean, it's close. Um, (laughs) the, um, but I think when you're in a bigger spotlight like that, you have to be um, you have to be more careful about what you say because yeah, people will just latch onto something and attack you, you know. And like, yeah, we're just not in front of that big of an audience. Even just like you know, personally on our, I mean, I don't know. I probably have like 300 followers, you know. And he probably has thousands, you know. So <laughs> probably. Yeah, but I know that's the John Roderick, but the writer, you know, like they, that's part of their job, I guess, is to write articles. Right. Um, so they probably, you know, are reaching a, a larger audience. Right. That's true. I mean, if that was like, I was getting paid to write articles, I guess I would be, I'd have a different opinion. Yeah. Maybe. Well, yeah, because I mean, it could also depend on how many people, you know, because if you piss a lot of people off, even if they don't attack you, then you're not getting paid. You know, you don't earn the money. So that's true. Kind of depends on what your goal is. That is true. And Um, that could be another reason why the author had that sense of obligation is because they are a voice on the internet more than per se what the average person is. So, you know, they have this platform where they could uh preach to the to be more positive on the internet and you know maybe that's where the sense of obligation comes from too yeah that's that's a good point absolutely um so i had a couple of questions about that that came up from reading this that i was curious for you and i guess um i think i already answered it for me which is that i really feel like i'm the same person no matter 
um, where, what I do or where I go. Yeah. But for you, like, do you feel like you're, you've got to be a different person on the internet? Like, do you feel like you have to censor yourself or, um, like, do you feel like your identity changes from like real life to, to virtual life? Um, so I don't think I'm quite as open as you are on the internet. Um, but I think I'm pretty close. I think I'm just a little more censored because I, by nature, my personality type is to be more censored. Is I'm not a sharer in general. Right. Like I'm not going to just open up to any random person. And right. Even some of my <laughs> friends, you know, like I keep stuff close to my uh, vest. So I think that for one is one reason why I'm not that much different. But right. to the point of, you know, like the commentary, like, if we were in person or at a party, I would I might engage in a discussion about something, a back and forth. Because, because and I haven't thought about it, but maybe it is because I feel safer because people are more normal <laughs> in person. Um, and so I might engage right. in a back and forth conversation where on the internet, I just would stay out of it. I would just like absolutely not comment. Um, now, other than that, I would say... I mean, because it's not like I'm out doing crazy things. I don't, I don't, there's not a lot, like I would be mindful for work purposes, you know, like a, right. something that might get me in trouble at work, but I can't think of anything that I've done that I would be like, oh, don't, don't, you know, it's like, um, some of our, I don't know if I should say this or not, but uh, some of our friends are teachers. And so they never want a picture of them drinking. Even if it's just a glass of wine at dinner, they don't want them drinking on the internet because they're a teacher. Right, right. Like, yeah. So, you know, I don't have that strict of a profession. Um, so I don't feel like I have to censor in that piece. So, yeah, I guess I am mostly, I would say like 90% the same, but I am a little more reserved. Okay. That but makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm definitely a little bit more reserved on the internet than I am like in real life. Yeah. Uh, I, I try not to cuss as much on the internet, which is kind of funny because in real life I'll just like f bombs and on this podcast yeah. all the time. But uh, I tend to try to like yeah. not cuss as much on the internet. But I will cuss in our little Discord server all day long. So uh, oh yeah, there you yeah. go. That's a that's a that's a way I censor myself, I suppose. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe because when you post on the internet, a lot of times it's more kid related, like you're posting pictures of your kids and you don't want to be like, if yeah, I'm mom of the year. (laughs) Right, right. So it's like a different Um, mindset. I think so. And I just also, you know, I'm, I do try to consider, you know, I don't want to offend anybody. Right. Like I do, I, I do censor myself in like not wanting to, um, but I would do that in real life if I was around a group of people and there might be some of them that I didn't know very well. Right. I wouldn't just like start cussing my head off. Like, <laughs> yeah, you probably don't drop between... the F-bomb at church. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> but it's, it's a you, you church. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, anyway, but yeah, I was just kind of interested, um, to, to know about that and, uh, cause that was one of the things, one of the quotes that I pulled out was just like, I knew how to, how to be myself in real life, but I didn't know how to be myself online. And that really yeah. struck me because in some ways I kind of have like, I wouldn't say I have the opposite problem, but, um, so my history with the internet, I got, <laughs> I got online in 1995. So that was when mm-hmm. I got introduced to the internet. 
<laughs> and um, and then I got I got the internet, and then I was like on the internet, and it was amazing. Uh-huh. Um, and then when I went to college in 1997, they give you they gave us like. Um, I can't remember. It was like nothing. It was, I mean, it seemed like so much space at the time, but it was like five megabytes or something of a website space. So for free as being part of being a student Uh at the, at the college. So I made myself my first website. And then like shortly after that, I started keeping an online journal Mm -hmm. and, um, and the online journal went through a lot of different iterations. So Mm -hmm. it started off really public, um, Except I would change people's names when I was talking about them because I was trying to be thoughtful. Uh-huh. But everybody knew who they were. Like it was, it wasn't like I was trying to. I was just trying to make it so if somebody was, you know, searching for Stacy Hacker, they wouldn't necessarily be able to find it because the internet was a lot smaller uh, back yeah. then, so it was a lot easier to find people. Um, so yeah. I had nicknames for everybody that everyone in my friends groups knew. So it wasn't like everyone knew who I was talking about. It wasn't like it was anonymous. It was just. Um, you know, if you were searching for Stacy Hacker, you wouldn't find it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so I did that for a while. Um, I had a bad breakup, so I moved to like a quasi-hidden journal for a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then uh, that person found it anyway, and so I gave up and uh, then moved back into like completely public uh, sort of situation where ah. I was writing everything out there. Um, yeah. But I mean, but basically, I've had a public online journal with a few small exceptions since 1997. And then whenever, um, you know, Twitter came up and then Facebook, because uh, those were kind of in my life, those were the the way that <laughs> I was like, Twitter was the first thing I was into. And then I moved to Facebook. Um, but like, I started using social media in, sort of in place of that online journal because I mean the online journal was like you know it was very mundane it was the kind of stuff that uh what's his face was talking about you know like let me tell you about my uh you know my breakfast this morning yeah (laughs) yeah in fact I'm pretty sure like the first tweet that I ever tweeted was was something like that too so it was like I just was very I mean sometimes I would write something that was very thought-provoking or it was about um you know, uh, being a thoughtful parent or, you know, cause I wrote a lot about Ashlyn. I even got paid to write about oh, her for yeah. a while. Yeah. Um, uh, and being a mom of a special needs daughter, but, um, but yeah, I just, I'm so used to basically putting my whole heart out there, um, for everybody to read that I just kind of turned that, I just did the same thing in social media and never really thought about, doing anything differently. So yeah. um, I have gotten in trouble a couple of times, not like big trouble, but um, one of the posts that I posted when Ashlyn was young, um, I want to say she was like seven or eight. So not like, not like a toddler, but she was, you know, young. She was, yeah. she was still a child. Um, we were trying to teach her how to use a knife. So we she was like chopping vegetables or whatever yeah. with a knife. And so I like took a picture of that. And I was just like, look, I'm so proud of her. She's chopping vegetables. And like I got um, some people, not everybody, but a few people were like, why do you have, let your child have a knife? You know? Yeah. Uh, and it was just like, she's just chopping vegetables. I'm right here. It's never mind. It's fine. <laughs> 
Yeah. So, um, you know, just, just but, use one eventually. Right. Exactly. And it was, it was, you know, but it made some people feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, understandably. So everybody has different opinions about stuff like that for sure. But, um, and then I got in trouble. I used to post a lot of stuff for work. Like I was very open about where I went to work and, yeah. um, I was very like, cause I was very proud and excited about the work that I was doing. So I would post stuff about the work that I was doing mm-hmm. all the time. And then, um, I got in trouble for that. It was like really silly. It was like, I posted a picture from a class that we were doing and, uh, I kind of got slapped on the wrist. Like, this is actually confidential information. You shouldn't be posting it to the internet. I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> it was just people in a class. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So that was when I like made, I did go private for a while after that, um, and reaction, but then I came back and, uh, but I did stop, you know, making, making my professional life was like hand in hand with my, um, internet. Life. Yeah. So my, that is the one yeah. place where I would say that I have, like, I have a wall. I have a wall between my professional life and the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but even that's not a huge wall because I mean, I'm friends with like everybody I work with on Facebook. <laughs> they see everything so it's not like that big of a wall but i just yeah. don't want to like out my employer in a public setting um you know so that it's you yeah. know anything that happens with my employer there it's not my idea or my ideas do not reflect that of my employer type of thing <laughs> so right yes exactly now you um, do have the separate account for your when you did the burlesque stuff um Yes, that's true. So now is that separate to have that personality on the internet? Because, you know, a burlesque personality is a separate personality. Is it separate because of that? Or is it separate because, like, I don't know if it's private or, you know, I don't know. Can people that are friends with you also go be friends with you? I haven't checked in it in a really long time. Uh, Well, most people don't. Like, yeah, that's very much toward, it's geared towards, like, um you know, my life, <laughs> my, yeah. my not work people. And <laughs> yeah. And I hope that's okay honestly, to bring up. I only brought it up because yeah. of, I mean, you've talked about burlesque on here before, so I didn't yeah. think that that was no, that's fine. to bring up here. Okay. No, that's absolutely fine. Uh, and I'll be perfectly honest. Part of the reason why I have a separate account is just so I can post, uh, pictures of me in uh, performing because oh, yeah. that is one thing that <laughs> I would not necessarily want anybody that I work with, for example, to see. Um, and oh uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's really the only reason. I just don't okay. want to create an HR problem. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but I haven't really been doing much with that since the pandemic. So yeah. I've, I haven't even checked uh, those accounts in like months and months and months. So. Um, yeah. So even though I created them for that purpose, I would probably still be using them for that purpose. Um, yeah. If I was still performing, but alas, that is not the case right now. No, but that's a good point. That is a very good point. That is a way that I am different, but that's also like, I'm also happy to talk about, like I put on my online journal about taking burlesque classes and, um, you know, so I'm definitely not like, I'm not like in the closet about being in burlesque. I just, you know. Yeah. There was a lot of stuff I was posting there for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
um, that my may or may not have been appropriate for everyone. Right. Yes. That, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> so that's interesting. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, that's interesting about when you said you had a blog and you said that um, you would just change names because it was easier to find someone on the internet, which um, I agree. Like if you're doing a Google search and it's like referenced in an article, like it was definitely easier that way. Um, But I had kind of a, so when I first had a blog, it was, I made it anonymous and I even had like a, I created a new, um, email address so that I don't because you know I didn't know how people could find me but I wanted to be sure that they couldn't um somehow google my email address and then it would come up or something you know whatever right yeah yeah um and I would actually talk about controversial things like I think one of my posts was even about religion and stuff like that and I would talk about controversial things um on that blog because I felt comfortable because it was um anonymous but then later as like technology got better i think i was concerned that somehow that they could trace you know like people could somehow link or trace it back to me (laughs) and so ultimately i ended up that's what my right um stacy it's just well it's stacyhacker.com now but it's like running for fries or whatever (laughs) um right blog and i just before i took it public or before i put my name to it i erased anything that i didn't feel comfortable posting under my name and then just posting right. the blog out in the open because yeah I was just like but now I don't write under it anymore because I'm not comfortable <laughs> see that's the thing is like now that right. I've lost that anonymity 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 did I say it right the first time see an enemy now that I'm not anonymous anymore I'm not comfortable writing stuff so I just don't write and it makes me sad because I would kind of I like to but I don't you know I don't think it's kind of like that's the that's the curse of being someone that doesn't share things is because you're not comfortable sharing things so (laughs) so you can't get things off your chest because right you can't share things um you need an outlet for it and I guess journaling is one way but um, I guess when you post something on the internet, you feel like you're still sharing it with people where in a journal, you know, that it's not going anywhere. Um, so I think that's why that right. helped. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know. That was a little side tangent. It doesn't really have to do with the dark forest. Really, no, but. that, no, that it does. I mean, it does. Cause I think that that is kind of like an earlier version of the well, dark yeah, forest, right? That's true. Yeah. You know? And I was actually, I was, you know, I was thinking back on my history and I was like, I've always been out in the open. And then I remember that about the time that I think I met all of you guys mm-hmm. uh, in 2008, I had actually moved like all of my stuff, almost like anything that was like my journal or whatever, over to Gopher, which is an old, 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 um, uh, like web browser thing from the early 90s. Like he used to use Gopher to find text files on the web before there was, you know, like um, uh, HTTP and web browsers and stuff. And so I like went through all of this to create this Gopher site. (laughs) So you'd have to have like a special, you know, you'd have to know how to get into Gopher. You have to have like a special extension on your browser. Um, And like nobody read my stuff in. I was in a complete, I was, it wasn't even a forest. It was like a tree out in the middle of... (laughs) Right. Like, 
on my own little planet or something. I mean, it was like completely out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did do that for a while. <laughs> That's like ultra extreme. Yeah, I, mean, I don't. People don't even know what gopher is. <laughs> I, I know. I know. Well, I feel like, and I think it's funny because I don't even think I was doing it to try to like um, isolate myself or to give myself more freedom or anything. I think I was just thinking it was, well, I was teach. I, it was about the time I started teaching. And so I think I thought I needed to be a little bit more discreet because oh, I had yeah. students um, mm-hmm. and I wanted to like make sure I had a, a good boundary in place. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if that was part of the reason or if I was just like, man, I just want to be cool. I want to be really cool and retro <laughs> and have a gopher site. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're the original hipster. That's right. It ought to, I mean, you know, it was, so either I started the dark force thing before everybody else, which would make me <laughs> the original hipster uh-huh. or, um, you know, <laughs> I was just a dork. Either way, I mean, that was part of the right, reason yeah. why I was able to, um, you know, attract Thomas because he was just like, you really are the dorkiest person I've ever met. <laughs> um, so, you know, <laughs> yeah, yep. It served its purpose. That's right. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So did you have any more questions? You, you said you had a few questions. I didn't know if we covered um, them all or not. Yeah, I think we may have because I was, the other thing, I was just interested in your history on the internet, but I think you kind of covered that too. With like, yeah. The only but thing you I don't remember, I don't remember. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes, yes. Um. The only thing I don't remember, like you have a very clear idea of when you started using the internet and I don't like, I remember, I think it was, uh, was it middle school? I did a math and science camp over the summer and Mm -hmm. we had a technology class that they showed us how to sign up for email. (laughs) And that's when I got a Hotmail account. Um, Oh, man. Yeah. And so that would have been... Let me do some quick math here. 97. (laughs) So maybe 95 to 97, somewhere around there. I don't... I don't... I think it was... It was either my... my, um, wait, Wait, I said it was in middle school. So... I don't think, I think it was between seventh and eighth grade. Uh, so maybe okay. 96 ish. Um, and, um, so I remember getting an email address, but that's not really on the internet. Right. And so the next time I really remember like going to the internet for something was MySpace and I did play, um, a game called, Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I played a game called Asheron's Call that was, you could play online with people. Um, so that right. was kind of something, but I don't even, I don't even know which came first, MySpace or Asheron's Call. I can't, I don't so know. when did time. you have, when did you first have internet access at your house? Like when did you get the internet? <laughs> uh, I mean, I have no, no, um, like, Nothing. I have no memory of this place. Yeah. <laughs> I have no way. I mean, it definitely was AOL and, um, you know, like dial up. 
because uh, I remember my sister, she's um, seven years yeah. older than me. And so she was the one that always was on the phone because every teenager goes to that phase where they're on the phone all the time. Uh, right. And so she yes. was in that phase. And so well, like, we used to. I don't know if teenagers go through that phase anymore. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> they was on the internet all the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, but you couldn't use the internet and the phone at the same time. And so, you know, it was like uh, that kind of thing. Um, so I remember there being a problem, but I was always an outside kid. I was not an indoor kid. Yeah. Okay. That made a big difference between you and me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was out playing kickball and basketball and playing in the creek and, I just didn't care about the internet uh, until I started playing some video games. And so, yeah, I can't, there's nothing in my head that's like, yeah, I need, I mean, I'm sure I did projects. I'm sure I had to research something for school, you know, that kind of thing. So there was probably some Googling before MySpace or Ashron's call. (laughs) Um, You know, I probably had to Google (laughs) something, which it wasn't even Google. I guess it was AOL at that time or whatever, but um yeah, I just have nothing in my right, head right. that can pinpoint me when I was like, oh, yes, I remember using the internet at this point. <laughs> well, see, I had never, I had, I think I'd used the internet at school, um, like a couple of times. <laughs> used Gopher at school, probably. <laughs> um, and I'd always, so I had a computer, I first got a computer when I was five, five or six, really young, very mm-hmm. abnormal for yeah. my day and age, because that was like 1986 or whatever, 1985. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I got a little Apple IIc, and I, there was like all this stuff that you could do if you had a modem. And I didn't have a modem, and I wanted a modem because that meant that you could like <laughs> talk to other people with your computer, yeah. and it was such a cool idea. So I was already like really wanting it even back then, and of course my mom was just like, no, because I mean there wasn't like ISPs or whatever. You no. had to buy this really expensive modem, and no. yeah, and, so, and you really were just calling people, right? But, yeah, you weren't actually like doing anything over the internet. You were kind of like calling modem to modem or something yeah yeah exactly exactly so it was it was no so mom didn't get me one but then i went to governor school in 1995 and (laughs) of course we were on a college campus that had the internet and so i was like you know and it was really fast because we were you know on campus with really fast internet and it was just amazing and it was like whole you could go and look at pictures from different comic books and there was all the stuff about all this music that i liked and (laughs) you know there were other people in the world like me and i felt like such an outsider because i used to one of the things i used to do and i think i mentioned that before on another episode is i used to write pen pals all the time and so um i would you know go out and find people who had similar interests than me and write letters to them. And so this was like an instantaneous way for me to find people all over the world who were into the same stuff I was without having to like search for them through pen pal networks. And and so I came home after that summer and I begged my mom. I was like, we have to get the internet. You do not understand. (laughs) This is the most amazing thing and we have to get it. And so I talked her into it. She got it. Uh, it was like a 14-4, you know, dial up, you know, like yeah, really yeah. crappy modem. Um, and it would take forever to like, there was one website that someone had pictured, what was it called? Pop-Tarts, like the flaming Pop-Tarts. So they would, they did experiments with like, 
burning Pop-Tarts and you could like download the pictures to see the picture, the pictures of the Pop-Tarts. And it would take an hour to download a picture oh my of gosh. a flaming Pop-Tart. Wow. I'll have to see if I can find this. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I was in love well, think- and uh, go ahead. Oh, well, I was just going to say, sorry, I didn't know. You can continue. My, mine's a little, um, no, it's not related to flaming Pop-Tarts, but it is related to the internet <laughs> and stuff, so you can finish your story there. Uh, well, the only other thing I was going to say was that um, I uh, also got onto like IRC chat and yes. stuff like that and yeah. um, got involved with, what's it? I guess listserv where I was on like um, different email mailing lists about from different bands that I liked or uh, and I mean it was just like a whole different it was like a whole new yeah. world it was amazing I absolutely <laughs> loved it um, and I yeah I just can't uh, it was yeah anyway sorry it was it was a very beautiful thing and it makes my heart um, like. I don't know, kind of sad that life isn't that way anymore, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, so because, you know, things just change really quickly. But but that was the that was like my germination into the internet. And so I just, you know, created and and then whenever I was able to like create stuff in that space so that other people could see it, it was just that was the way I wanted to do it. I mean, I learned how to do web design. Like I learned how to code in HTML and I learned how to do basics of Photoshop so that I could like make gigantic ass image maps on my <laughs> website. Yeah. Um, like it was, I was very into it for a very long time and <laughs> I guess I still am. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I didn't experience any of that one. <laughs> um, except for, okay. So uh, <laughs> you, you mentioned, um, going to, or you had been on the college campus, which that's when you were kind of like, oh, the internet was so fast and stuff like that. And that's when, so when I went to that math and science camp, right. you know, I was in middle school, they held it at uh, the UT campus. And so we stayed there for, I don't know, it was like a six week program or something like that. And so that is also, yeah, like that, um, you know, fast internet and then computers and all this kind of stuff. And it was like, whoa, but then we left there and it was like, okay, what am I going to do with this email address? Because you know what what is an email address i don't even know <laughs> you know so like um so right. kinda, i did have a similar introduction there but then um yeah they I, I don't know i just i guess yeah i don't know i guess i just didn't have interest but because i remember talking um <laughs> so i don't know if we didn't have i guess we didn't have the internet or at least not good internet when um this was my freshman year of high school and I dated this guy and I remember going over to his house and talking on his computer. I would go into an AOL chat room and you could just find a random <laughs> chat room. Like I, I think it just, I don't even know if they had, I don't even remember. I think it was something like you just was like find chat room and you just like went. Into yes. One. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone was like, age, sex, location, you know, whatever. It was that kind of thing. <laughs> and um, and so, like, I would, I remember, like, I would go over to his house after school, and I wouldn't even talk to him. I would spend, I was like, this is so cool. Like, I can, like, I can talk to these people in this chat room. And I would just spend my time 
talking to people in this chat room instead of actually spending any time with him. And then I also, <laughs> looking back, used him because he had a PlayStation and I wanted to play Final Fantasy VII, maybe? And so I would go over to his house after school and just play, <laughs> yep. play his PlayStation and would still, again, wouldn't talk to him. So obviously that relationship didn't last. But... <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so anyway, but yeah, I, that's, and again, that was, um, my, I was a freshman in high school, so I, yeah, it had to be 2005 probably for the email address, and then 2007 before I really even kind of started venturing out. I don't know what I did with my time, probably just played video games, but that's the extent. Right. Even now, I don't care about the internet, really. I mean, I'm glad we can use it to record our podcast, but... I don't know. I just don't spend much time on the internet, I guess. Right. I feel like there was something else I was no. going to lead into. Well, but, I mean. Oh, well. I can't remember. <laughs> but we this episode took a totally different turn than I expected. I thought this was going to be like a dark, <laughs> deep, philosophical debate. And now it's been this fun nostalgia <laughs> about the internet. I love it. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I'm sorry if I took it in a different, in a, in a, no, <laughs> I said it was, I think it's good. I think, yeah, I think okay, it's totally good. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think it's good. But I think we should probably awesome. wrap it up. It's probably getting about that time. I suppose. I mean, there's a lot more I could say about the internet because obviously I'm very passionate about this. Yeah. Well, we could have a whole nother episode about the internet. <laughs> part two. Part yes. two. Yes, part the two. The internet part two. <laughs> I did find... Um, what I think was the first website that I that I saw with the pop tart blowtorches, <laughs> and I sent it to you. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. In um, in show notes, <laughs> it was last updated uh, August nineteen ninety four. To give oh, you an idea of wow. how old this is, <laughs> I've never heard of this in my life. <laughs> I don't think it was. I don't think it was, well, I don't know. I don't know if it was really popular or not. I, I don't even know how I found it. Yeah. Uh, I remember me and my brother watch, looking at it and just being like, this is amazing. Because <laughs> pictures on the internet were really impressive back then. Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> huh. Anyway. So, <laughs> well, I love you, Stacy. <laughs> I love you too. And I will talk to you later. Okie doke. All right. Bye. Bye. A Hoots Media Production. Hoot, 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 ho